Well, there's good news and there's bad news for MLW Fusion this week. The good news is there's more wrestling. The bad news is there's still angles and they're still not great. And this week, they're not technically presented very well either. Okay, let's get to some of the good stuff. First of all, I mean, an angle that was good kind of proves, it's the exception that proves the rule, because it was quick. Was Calvin Tackman, who I happen to like very much, heavyweight hustle, of course, we are supposed to believe, although they've forgotten this now, that he was put in jail because he did something to Alex Kane, who's your, you know, who's your champion, your openweight champion, yeah, um, Bumbaye, that bloke, terrible, terrible, and in the ring, pretty poor, on mic, pretty poor, even more, even more poor, yes, so, um, apparently he was in jail, they don't mention that he's out of jail now, but he's being interviewed, and they'll fight in two weeks, Alex Kane comes down, Tankman, over the shoulder of the security guard, right hand straight in his face, puts him down. That's great. And um, they should have made more of it. Because they're kind of trying to big Kane up, but they're showing him as quite weak. You know, he's got a big henchman with him. It's not going that well for him. He is a champion, but he doesn't look unassailable. So they don't quite know what they're doing with him. I know what I think about him, though. Okay, next, ACH versus Davy Richards. This is the good thing. This was a fantastic match. Davy Richards comes out to no music. I don't know whether they've forgotten or whether that's his shtick. I'm sure he had music last time. And nothing is mentioned about him being beaten up, left on the ground, and the Opera Cup that he had recently won, missing. We do hear about it later on, but in this match, we don't hear about it at all. And that's the biggest thing which has happened to him recently, but they're more interested in him facing Alex Hammerstone. You know, the beleaguered champion who seems to to be turned against by everybody and can't get a break. The champion that they're burying, that one, they'll be signing a contract later on. Anyway, there's good grappling here, actually, and they both really work together well. Richards has a, a leg grapevine and pulls back on the arms as well. So we can't, so ACH can't get to the ropes and rolls it over into a pinning combination. ACH comes back with a deadlift suplex for a long two. Deadlift German suplex at that. Richards rolls through an ankle lock to an ankle lock. ACH rolls through from that. Very nice. And hits a cloverleaf. Even better. There's a lovely move. This is the move of the, of the, of the whole match, really. ACH is on the end of the walkway and he runs, dives over the top and hits a cutter on Richards in the ring. That was just beautiful. Really well done. Richards comes back with a superplex into an ankle lock. ACH pushes out of that. Richards kicks him and hits a brain buster. ACH kicks out of that. Richards grabs the ankle, gets the ankle lock again, starts stomping on the middle of his back and the top of his back for the pin. Beautiful. Wonderful. Great match. Bigs ACH up on the microphone after, says, 
the bloke who took my opera cup, or the person who took my opera cup, I hope you're wearing a cup, because I am going to tear you in two. That's all he says. They cover it, but oh, we'll forget about that. We're moving on to something else now. There's a thing called long tail storytelling, and it really works. Just look at Memphis. That really works. Okay. Mads Kruger is next. And they've treated his voice, so it's kind of echo. Jacob Still can't hear him. And he's got the mask on with a little flap that's open so that when he's talking, it's alright. But when he gets excited, it starts to flap open up and down. It looks ridiculous. It just look it makes him look like, oh he's a monster, is he? Well, he looks he looks foolish to me. And get it sorted. Then we've got Cesar. Cesar. He's gonna he's gonna have a mixed trios match. Myron Reed comes in, he's the young goat. He wants another chance. And he's gonna be in a mixed trios match. We can't really hear what's said. So it's not ideal. And um it's a bad angle. There you go. At least Karrion Cross and Leo Rush are coming. That's at least something. Well, one of the two anyway. Niles Garvin is Mance Warner with, a, with, with shouting, isn't he? And he's picked up um, a tag team partner, Bud Heavy. The basis of Bud Heavy seems to be that it's okay to drink loads. And he finds him outside, under, I mean, near a dumpster, that sort of thing. And it's kind of celebrated. I'm not sure that it should be, really. Anyway, Niles and Bud Heavy are forming a tag team. <laughs> yeah. And they are facing the debuting Saito Brothers. Now, they're called the Saito Brothers, I presume, because that was a famous Japanese wrestler and, and um, they do wear kimonos to the ring and it's not like the Orient Express music, but, you know, it, there's a little bit of that in it. Um... And, well, it's not a good match, to be honest. I mean, there's, there's good double teaming from the Saito brothers. They're a bit naughty. Niles comes in and takes them both on at one point. And I wish he'd stop doing that because they're debuting and we need to see that they can actually fight. Then we get a double um, Saito brothers choke slam, and then quite a poor splash, actually. I mean, he comes off the top, but it just seems like he comes off the second rope. Doesn't seem to, maybe there's not enough extension on it or something, but it's not right. Uh, gets the pin. Not on Knowles. Um, Garvin, on uh, on Knowles, on uh, Bud Heavy. Not Knowles, Bud. And then, I mean, the Sage Brothers made that win look like hard work, to be honest, from their, for their debut. And then Knowles comes in and beats them both up. So you've buried them already. I mean, you might as well, because you're doing it with your champion anyway. So there you go. Okay, Holiday and a Toot. We've been waiting to hear from them after they turned on the beleaguered champion last week. So they've got a kind of Valentine's special. There's champagne, there are some chocolates. The usual kind of nonsense. They're in some kind of loft which has distressed walls. But we can't actually hear them. And it's a shame. I mean, you turn it up and then Holiday, I thought, do I need to turn this up? Is it going to be longer? It is, I'll turn it up. Holiday gives a very impassioned promo. At least she's a party pooper and stops him doing it. Don't let him get to you. But clearly he's got problems with Hammerstone. And he does join the dots. Where were you when I was fighting Mil Muertes? 
where were, where was I when you needed me? I was there. I even went back. I even went to to Azteca and you know covered my face and got you out of. And yes, he did. So he's got a point. To be honest, he calls him Jack Talk at one point. Jewish stuff, actually, I think he calls him. I mean, that's oof. Anyway, it is a good holiday promo, and I like Richard Holiday. It'd be interesting to see what they do with him now. Next, Hammerstone and Richards contract signing. Hooray! Ugh. With Cesar, with red lights, with hardly any sound. And I didn't bother to turn it up this time because I know what they're going to be saying. I'm going to beat you. No, no, I'm going to beat you. And I sign this contract. There's no turning back. That's what I want. You sign it. I mean, they didn't exactly say this, but it happens every time in contract signings, doesn't it? They sign, and let's get on to the main event, which is 5150 or 5150 versus Lost Parks, and it's El Hijo and um, LA Park Jr. It's a ladder match for the tag titles. And actually, I didn't like all of this match, but the messiness of it and the ridiculousness of it, it won me over. It's given less than 15 minutes, and you've got adverts in the middle of that. There's a nice L.A. Park Junior moonsault over the top to the outside. Hee-ho! Spears slice boogie through the ropes onto a ladder that, that has been laid between the guardrail and the ring. That's very nice. Limelight gets off the support, gets on the support stanchion, and corkscrews off onto everybody. Oh, I'm going to corkscrew off. It's not an ideal phrase. You know what I mean, though. And then, um, Slice Boogie power slams El Hijo onto the ladder. Yeah, that's very nicely done. There are some moments when you just think, oh, come on. For instance, L.A. Park Jr. gets up the ladder, maybe too early. He has to walk up the ladder so slowly. Stop. Go down a step. Keep going again. Oh, I'm so tired. I've got to go up the... Because he's waiting for Danny to come round the ring and get on the, the top turnbuckle to jump off onto him on the ladder. Now, I don't know whose fault that was, but he had to really take a long time. Then there's a nice Heho Destroyer. Very nice. Homicide then comes in because he's been running with 5150. And um, he attacks L.A. Park Jr., I think. Then the chairman comes in, L.A. Park. <sighs> he gets a spear through the ropes onto the opponents, but also onto his team. They're all clustered together. He doesn't seem to care. I mean, it's not the best way to think about things, is it? But I suppose he's not, he's not a Mensa ca- candidate, is he? Maybe he is, I don't know. Then, later on in the match, L.A. Park speared El, El Hijo. Now, he didn't do it on purpose this time, because, of course, he did the first time. I mean, one, one can only think that. Can't Juan, because... He hit his teammates and his opponents. So, um, so he speared him. And then, uh, L.A. Park Jr., again, has to reach for the belt so slowly that the commentary team say, oh, he's tired out. For goodness sake. He gets taken off the ladder. But, you know, it it takes a while for it to happen. And then, um, there's the, um, there's him on Boogie's shoulders, and then off a ladder comes Danny Limelight, or whatever he's called in MLW, I keep forgetting, with the foot stomp as the Death Valley driver. I think that, clo- I think that finishes just 
not ideal. And they retained the belts. Now, it was a good match because it was so messy. But there were some problems in it. And there were some problems in this show. I like the idea that Richard Holiday is getting to do his proper heel business, not the comedy heel stuff. I like Tankman coming back in. The ACH and Davy Richards match was superb. What happened to the Opera Cup? We don't know. But there are some... I mean, there's stuff like that that you've just forgotten. And then there are people like Mads Kruger, who just... He's not a monster heel. You can't have a thing flapping from your mask and be a monster heel. And the, the stuff with Cesar, you know, that's the, the angle stuff. You couldn't hear it properly. And there's Niles Garvin, who, who's just a shouty bloke. <sighs> some of this stuff was good. Some of the matches weren't good, but some of the matches were good. And the wrestling generally is good. There was less angle this week. However, there was still angle. And that's the issue. Maybe they can wean themselves off it. And we'll have two angles next week and then one angle the week after. And then wrestling with a bit of interviewing. Wouldn't that be refreshing? Ta-ta.